0: Hi, Money Magicians! Welcome to episode 51 of the Money Magicians podcast, of the Money Magic podcast. With me is my guest, Lungil Lengubane, and today, Um, If you've just joined, my name is Vangila Makwapa. I am your host for the show. I help women of color heal ancestral money trauma so that they can fall in love with their bank accounts, increase income, and live their best lives. I'm also the founder of Wealthy Money and the author of Heart, Mind, and Money, Using Emotional Intelligence for Financial Success. You guys can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn under Vangila Makwapa, and look for Wealthy Money under Facebook. So, wow, we've had Lungi for several episodes now, and she's back. I think I've mentioned this before, that she'll be coming consistently to just have conversations with me around things around the body and other things that we discuss in our fitness sessions, because it's so incredible. So welcome, Lungi. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for
1: having me, Vangila. It's always so much fun. I'm happy to be here.
0: Yeah, (laughs) So, Lillie, what I wanted to actually discuss today is to talk about doing difficult things, right? How do we do difficult things? But before we even jump into that, please, can you tell people what you do? And um, yeah, just what do you do? Who are you? Because people, not everyone has listened to your podcast episodes before. So let's catch them up
1: yeah okay so my name is um Lungi Ngubane and i really see myself as an accountability partner but um i help women achieve their fitness goal using their feminine cycle um so that's pretty much um, what i do
0: Oh <laughs> ah, this is so exciting <laughs> um Okay, so you help women achieve their business goals using their feminine cycle. And I am one of your fitness clients have been at this point for, I think we're going into month eight, um, no longer than month eight. because I said it last. It's year. been so long already. It's been like 10 months. Wow. Okay, so it doesn't feel long emotionally, but I'm pretty sure my body is like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it feels <laughs> long. <laughs> so I'm gonna talk for my body not like what my spirit is feeling like I'm gonna tap deep 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 into what my body is feeling yeah wow which is why I wanted to do this thing with you so guys just honestly I've always been the person that okay so I used to run half marathons mm, so that was like my athletic stuff and I hike all the time mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also so I do like intense hiking I like I hike up mountains like some of the craziest like the most challenging mountains in different parts of the world just not Kilimanjaro and definitely not uh Everest I'm not going <laughs> up that route but like I do quite a bit of hiking but these are different muscles right and then I do yoga and honestly I prefer yoga and with the hiking my way of hiking is I would I'm okay with taking the whole day to get up the mountain and resting every few seconds. So hiking for me is a fun experience, right? It's like, awesome. Then I started working with Lumi and the whole idea was like, how can I get stronger? Mm. Okay, that's a real side from my soul guys. Cause the workout sessions with Lumi had me crying the first three or four months, I think all I did was just cry, just cry and cry and cry during every session. And that's not because so much of the exercises, but because I was heavily bullied as a child at school. So from high school and primary school. So some of the things that we had to do reminded me of some exercises that were that we did in PT. So like I'd end up crying because all these memories that I associated with these workout exercises would come up and it was really difficult for me to do this. So I just want to talk through that loans for people because for me, this was actually one of the most difficult things to do because A, I was learning new exercises and B, I was constantly being triggered in the middle of an exercise. We had to then do a lot of stuff. And I don't know if any, I would have been able to do that with any other trainer because there was no shaming. There was no pushing. There was no get up. Don't be a baby about it. Push through it. It was with such utmost gentleness that I was held. So I'm very, very grateful for that, for one. And uh, I know some people have never had this experience, uh, have had experiences where we're taught to push through things. So can we please just talk about the gentle factor, especially when someone is doing something new? And we're going to use this in fitness. But I'm hoping that as people are listening to this, they will learn to take all this into other areas of their lives like how to do difficult things and Mm. for me this was extremely difficult Mm. so Mm. how do you work with clients that are like me and phew it's not just the physical difficulty but it's also the emotional and psychological difficulty of doing these things because to really even do something as simple, like, for example, the jumping, skipping, things like that, I would be like, oh my God, in tears, guys, I'd be mm-hmm. on the floor, a puddle, and just be like, oh my God, all these memories are coming up, and this is what people would say to me, I've been, I'm surrounded in the school ground, I would literally be triggered right back into there. And for years, I couldn't understand why i refused all sorts of strength training or any other kinds of training apart from hiking running and um also just like yoga because we didn't do yoga at school so yoga is has always been my love yeah yeah
1: yeah so um, i really like um that you highlighting uh what you had already been doing um and you know it's such a crazy world that we live in because It means that you have always been into fitness. I mean, going up a mountain does take a lot of strength. Um, yoga I always say to you that a lot of other exercises you do them with ease because you already mm-hmm. have that strength um, from mm-hmm. your yoga so but in our minds um, you always thought I I can't do this I, I can't do gym um, this is what I can so there's been like a distinction um, whereas I see a nice bridge between the two like you've always been into fitness and when you are into fitness obviously there's things that you will be Very good at, and there's things that will be a little bit challenging. And I really think that what worked for us um, in terms of um, approaching your workout session was just taking it in chunks, you know. Um, yeah. Yes. Instead of me asking you to do a hundred burpees, I would um, we would really focus on doing uh, twenty burpees and, and give us let's do five sets. Um, so we would take yes. it like that, and at the end of the day, we tally up, and you're like, whoa, what did we do today, Lumia? I can't believe we did a hundred burpees, but it was because yeah. the focus was not on um, the big number and number two, the focus is not on okay. So now we have an hour. We must finish. Um, yes. It was more of an pr- approach of where are you, what mm. are you feeling, which I think that um, is a is a is a question that is not asked enough in our space. Mm. Um, you know, so uh, for me, it's in it, in it, 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 for me and my um my my team or the the people that we work with it's always important to say um what are you feeling what's coming up Mm -hmm. for you now um and that doesn't mean we're disturbing our workout session it's all part of the workout
0: session that's how it's worked but that's the thing like and i would tell you lungs i can't believe it because part of why it took me so long and actually this is no joke i i don't know if i've ever told you this before but I did one, I started in, cause I did, I started doing a lot of inner masculine and inner feminine work with Mary Lou, right? In our um, uh, coaching session. So guys, if you haven't uh, seen that, podcast I don't know what I'm going to quickly just check what podcast number it is but I know it's in the 20s right so for this I have to actually switch or put on my glasses because I'm mm-hmm. going into the back end so podcast number 25 go check it out and um, I, I interview Mary Lou who was my relationship coach for two years and in 2020, at the beginning of 2020, we started to do a lot of inner masculine and inner feminine work. And my inner masculine asked me to do more training, like gym training, using my body to get stronger. You know, not necessarily like lift weights, but he was just like, just get a fitness trainer and then just get stronger, you know? Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, what trainer am I gonna look for? So it was very, very clear on us. I want someone who is so emotionally intelligent, because my thing is that I know that I get very emotional with things. So I don't want someone who shuts me down. I was like, I, it would also, I remember having this thought, I was like, we so nice to have someone who also incorporates the womb and things like that. Honestly, I didn't think this person was out there. And then you were there and you were just like a money student on top of that. I was just like, oh, this is just like, God, just like put this on my path because I know it's something that my spirit wants to do, but I need to get it done for me to do it. Like I really wanted someone specific. So why, are they, why is it so important to do the emotional check-in? Especially because if you think about gym and when we do hard things, we just like, just do it just ramp yourself up and do it don't be a ninny about it because that's the idea that like if you do an emotional check-in you're being sissy or whatever like everything about the feminine is so like like you know it's so derogatory most times it's seen Mm -hmm. as like a weakness but why is this such a key strength when you're doing something Mm -hmm. difficult Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: yeah i mean sure like what you're saying is so deep um, because i don't know how it came about but for some reason Mm -hmm. um it's almost like there's an assumption um that this is the you know the hard approach is is what works but Mm -hmm. in terms of when um emotions like for me what really makes me cry and what really makes me get emotional or angry Mm -hmm. is running Mm-hmm. you know like for me running really um it just brings about my my childhood memories i i have a lot of fear around my kneecap uh twisting mm-hmm. and and all that so for me when i'm running i really need i need compassion so mm-hmm. these these feelings or these emotions they don't just come from nowhere mm-hmm. um and, and, and you in your teachings talk a lot about, um, you know, <laughs> the body uh, keeping keeping score and and how, um, you know, fear or sorry, uh, trauma stays in the body. Um, mm-hmm. So even during exercise, when there are exercises that we're going to do, um, it's different for everybody, that will bring about different emotions or different, um, let's say, for example, ex- extreme anger, you know, mm-hmm. um, and... And 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 it and it's important for a person who's training to to identify that and be given space to express that. Yes. Um that it's not it's not personal, it's not it's not about you as a trainer. Um, but more than that, um, I know when anger comes up for you, you identify it and then you say, I need to scream. Um that I know that it's not about me. Um, but imagine yes. working with the, with um someone who doesn't understand this and during the the, mm-hmm. the, the 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 training um i start swearing or i start crying mm-hmm. then the response that i get is okay so what do you want now do you want us to stop is this is this is it, you you know are you gonna be Ooh, they also
0: not they also haven't done their trauma work they haven't done their emotional intelligence work so, and I think that's the thing, we're not understanding that as we're doing fitness, because now people understand, okay, yoga will bring up memory, it will bring up memories in the body because it's yoga, but it's working with the body. So why would fitness also not bring up those same things? So you'll find, and I you've, we've seen this, right? We're like, fitness trainers get angry at their people and their people get angry right back at them, right? Yes, yes.
1: And also Jay, I mean if, if 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 a person is feeling um like crying, um mm-hmm. I find it I find it strange that you yes, we need encouragement at that time, but the the, the tone, you know, the whole thing, come on, let's push, let's put, let's push. Um I I, I I I you know, I don't know. I feel like that thing only makes worse. Um what you have, you know? So yeah, so so we try um we try different approaches. It doesn't mean that we stop and not continue in the middle of our workout session. Do mm-hmm. you know we we've never been too stringent on we sit an hour. Sometimes we've only mm-hmm. done forty-five minutes and I know it's enough for today. Sometimes yeah. we've only done thirty minutes and I know it's enough for today. And sometimes we can do it an hour and fifteen minutes or an hour and thirty minutes because yeah had to take it in chance and chance and it's lower chance yes. um, but at the end of the day the work is done um yes. you know
0: but because i'm not to- the same person every single day right and like we're talking about different exercises do different things for me so guys when we started my god all the core workouts i would end up having a pillow like i would literally just in the middle of the workout grab a pillow and just start screaming or just like be in the middle of the workout and just burst into tears and just cry and howl and just scream I think the beauty of that was that I never ever felt like I need to hold it in until after the session you know Mm -hmm. it was like I got to bring my full self into the session Mm -hmm. and like the beauty of that is that lungi never and because of that I never, because I never had to internalize anything, I was always so aware, like Lumi would say, then tell me where you are feeling it, tell me what's coming up for you, just cry through, and I think Mm -hmm. most of us are not taught to go inward and into the body, so what we learn, what we think is that because I'm feeling anger right now, this anger is towards the fitness trainer, Right. So then we deflect it. And I've had that happen a lot with clients when they start coaching with me. Right. They're like, as we go deep into the trauma stuff, it's like, I cannot stand Vangile, right? And it's like, and then I'll say to them, OK, I know you're angry at me. I can see it on your face. I can hear it in your tone. I can hear it in your behavior. But can we just sit with that anger? I want you to tell me where you feel it and then like I'm able to guide them where they're feeling it and then they realize actually the anger is from this particular trauma incident but because it's is it's harder for me to really feel into the anger and the pain of the trauma I just basically started to send it out to someone else right like I'm trying it's transference I'm transferring it to another human being right and we do that a lot you'll find like a mom is angry about her financial situation she goes to the shop afterwards and she's not even aware because she hasn't processed it but two hours later she has an outburst shouting at her son or um, at her significant other right and it's like over something tiny and it's like what happened? Well, actually, the issue was that you were unaware that you were being triggered by spending money at the shop and your fear mm-hmm. of losing money. And it just festered, festered, festered. And then the first person that came through that like upset you in some way, you completely screamed at them. And it had nothing to do with them. It's just mm-hmm. that. But the thing is, we don't even know. And for most people, we're not even keeping track of that. Like I remember my one cousin was dating this guy and she was like, I always snap at him at various points when we go shopping and I spend money. And I said, I want you to start noticing, are you snapping before, during or after? And then she was like, oh my gosh, I noticed that it's not just that I'm snapping at him after we go shopping for or whenever we spend money and we go shopping. I am also extremely exhausted after spending money, right? Yeah. So all the energy leaves me and so anything that he says after that is just an extra, it feels like extra work for me to have to interact with him. So the best thing is to just for me to snap so that there's no conversation. I don't have to interact. Right. Yeah. So she didn't notice this because she wasn't paying attention. And I, that's why I'm like, I love going within. Right. Yeah. So let's also talk about like, um, What have you seen when people, because a lot of times you'll say to me, Van, breathe. (laughs) What have you seen when people, when clients are going through really difficult times Mm. and you actively guide us? I mean, you're a womb, you work around the womb. So obviously your trainings are always going to be a little different as I'm sure people are hearing, but Mm -hmm. tell us about like what you learn about what you've Notice about bringing the body in not just for fitness but like how you guide us to say where are you feeling it in your body and let's breathe through this
1: mm-hmm. because um how i i mean I, I really would like for anyone who's listening to the to this podcast to realize that breathing is almost like a reset button, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so when there's something that is really, really difficult, um, it's like, um, you know, if you if let's say a, a cupboard is, is broken or it's locked and you're trying to open it and it just wouldn't, and, and you get angry at it, mm-hmm. you can end up breaking it. But if mm-hmm. you take, if you hold back and you say, yes, means this thing then by the time you come back, chances are you'll be able to open it. So that's how I see uh, breathing as well. Um, It's almost like man to like, 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 like you need to fill your body um with like take it take a deep breath just calm your body down calm your nervous system, system down um look at this thing differently again uh, be in your body every acknowledge to feel in what are you hearing um what's coming to my mind um how 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 can i do this how can i approach this differently um so breathing really 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 just resets the tone it's like it changes the tone altogether and therefore will change your attitude and your approach towards um what is what is perceived to be a difficult um to be a difficult exercise yeah.
0: mm-hmm. this is so powerful yeah really so like that's that powerful. that's what i would say um, um to, to towards that yeah So Lungs, what have you noticed about getting people in their bodies when they're going through difficult things, like when we're feeling that anger, you know, where I'll be like, oh my God, right now, Lungs, I'm so angry. (laughs) Guys, like there's so much that comes up in my sessions. I have range for emotions, right? Because I do a lot of emotional, uh, of the money magic work. So I'm always like, my emotions are there, like I feel them. (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah
0: yeah <laughs> yeah so um
1: i don't know bring back that question again
0: <laughs> so i'm saying like what have you noticed what difference does it make for clients when you do that not just for myself but for all your clients when you get us to come into our bodies so let's mm-hmm. say like we're, we're like 20 minutes into a workout session and we still have another 40 minutes to go and then now we're like feeling all the feels right you're asking us so how are you feeling what's going on with you emotionally we're like we're in the fields right now and then you say you guide us through to feel into our bodies during the workout session what do you notice happens after we felt into whatever we're feeling in our bodies right because mm-hmm. the idea mm-hmm. is that you're working out obviously it's gonna burn in your thighs and things like that but There's a different, I think until people have done it, there's a different workout sensation that you get. And there's a different sensation that the trauma is bringing up. And you Mm -hmm. will learn the difference through as we do the inner work and as we work out with looms. There's Mm -hmm. a distinct difference. So what happens when you, what do you notice about the clients when they're like, Mm -hmm. we have a few more minutes to go, but who can
1: yeah i really love um some of the aha moments Mm -hmm. um that come when you allow um a person to to stop and breathe into it and 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 when they are comfortable and feel safe with the spaces Mm -hmm. safe, tell you we will see what is coming up Mm -hmm. um i mean so in so many sessions we've had um, you know a, a, a person just say you know what yeah what is happening right now this is the same thing as um, it just reminds me of to root mm-hmm. it's something or it's a situation that the client is currently faced up with and they've come up with the solution um, mm-hmm. during the training during the training session or they've come up with the oh now I understand why I reacted that way um, that time when such mm-hmm. and such happened, um, or or you know, there's such heaviness in my heart, and um, you know, this exercise is really triggering me because um, now it's it's it's, it's like um, but then they realize with what heaviness is there um, in the heart. So I really think Uthi, those th- those are really beautiful moments um, where we are able to see that, um, you know, as they say, Uthi, um, in in sometimes in difficulty, is, 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 it's always for you, you know, in the fear, it's always for you. So once you figure out, Uthi, why why am I experiencing this discomfort? Then the answer is always for you. Mm. always for you yeah
0: mm. so um
1: that that, that is just I, I i don't know what else to 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 say um I really well and obviously um when we then go back and say okay let's now let's 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 carry on um then it's always like wow today's session was like so powerful i'm gonna go back and and implement that or i'm gonna go back and journal more about that or let me question myself about this and this and this so if the work mm-hmm. carries on you know we, yeah. we close the session but the client maybe remains and she continues with her breath work just yeah. to you know um honor yeah. my people came and this is what was communicated through this session and i'm so grateful yeah. so um you know I'm not whatever it is that you believe in um gods the presence the spirits the universe it talks to us and um, even even through fitness and the work that we do the same for,
0: thing happens for us yeah Whew, this is so so powerful i love mm-hmm. that you said that because you know what I always found strange is like Lungi will say, oh, I have this entire agenda for us for the fitness training session. And then she'll come and then she'll be like, nothing I did today was on the agenda. And I'll be like, especially on the days when I have my breakdowns and breakthroughs in the sessions, you know, it's usually like the entire agenda will change. That's when you know it's going to be on. It's going to be lit. There'll be tears. There'll be all sorts of things. So I love that you talk about like how you're bringing all of your gifts in, you know, mm-hmm. and I think this is why, so this leads me to my next question, because A, I think because of all the trauma work that you do, you're extremely trauma-informed because you've also done womb work courses, you've done courses, um, you've been doing the money magic course, you've been just doing your uh, your uh, certified personal trainer. So You've got like all these incredible tools, right? So it makes it awesome for you to, because so you know what it is that you're doing. You know what it is that is happening when a client is unraveling. You're not just pulling it out of thin air because I feel like this is very important to talk about that like often we're not aware that we re-traumatizing really another human being by asking them sometimes, not all the time, because sometimes lungs will say, ah, ah, Vanilla, now you can just do you know so it's not every time that i'm allowed to just you know so sometimes she's like okay this is like not the real thing you know now you're just complaining there's nothing here that's coming up please can we just do the actual thing you can keep you can really keep going and she has this thing where she talks about giving yourself five minutes of courage so i want you to talk about that because the five minutes of courage is completely different to when I'm having my breakdown and I think having a trainer that understands when something is the real thing and mm-hmm. looms always knows guys like this is one of those things when when you're working with someone who knows what the heck they're doing <laughs> it's like you know yeah. and then like there's the times when I'm just like oh no no <laughs> <laughs> I refuse <laughs> so let's talk about the importance of the five minutes of courage because i've actually started using that in my work where i just say to myself okay give yourself 30 minutes you know so yeah. explain to people listening to this how yeah. you use it maybe tell yeah. us the story behind that how did it come about yeah <laughs> well um you know
1: i just think we would see um Sometimes in the becomes so challenging, so difficult. You know how they say it, it, it becomes before yeah. Um, so oh, so guys, it, translated it's darkest before dawn, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks for that. Um, so in in that moment, um, all you need is courage because, um, it means Uti, you would have you've you've done the most already you know if our if, if our session for example is for is for an if is for an hour and we um, we are 55 minutes in sure and you know but when you're 55 minutes in you feel like you oh no i've been doing guys yeah, that's forever. what i'm like i'm like, like look like i yeah. just, need
0: to just get in my bed right now and forget right. That right. That yeah so all you all you
1: need right now is just like just a few like a few more seconds of 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 courage and really with courage for me it's like asking even just asking my body oh please you know it will feel good once we once we once we get once we get there i'm not telling you to do it like to sprint through it can you just put one foot in front of the other can you just get off the floor can we just stand up again um can we just have a little bit of courage um to 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 get through this and i really find um, that approach also has a sense of compassion to it because it acknowledges that you've already done a lot um, that is difficult, um, and now billion, nine, seven, nine—it's just a little bit more um, that's left for me to be able to get there. Um, so yeah, um, that's how I, I relate with with courage. Um, sometimes I, I, I need a lot of courage myself in my in my sessions when when I'm training, and I'm always it's it's, it's that it's like a request to my mm-hmm. body and ask to my body that please we almost there. Um, and you know how it feels like when we finish um, the session. I mean, sometimes I would, sometimes I will give, uh, you know, I remember there was a day where I gave in and I said, um, okay, fine, let's just do ten. And you, yeah. in all my sessions, not just you, when I say, okay, let's just do ten, um, when ex- when we know that we we were doing twenties, um, yeah. everybody says no, we've got twenty. You know, yeah,
0: I'm like, oh. because, <laughs> yeah, you're like, okay, I can do the next 10, you know, exactly so it, I love that, and it goes back to what you're saying about taking things in bite sized chunks. Because honestly, like I tell you all the time, a lot of the things that we do in the workouts, I didn't think I could do them, and you always like, but Van, you do yoga, you're able to do all these things, but I'm like. Again, I feel like it's interesting because most of us have been told what we can do in the context of gym or whatever as children and we were teased about that, right? So guys, just to give you an example, as a child, I was a very, I mean, you can also imagine like I wake up now at 10 a.m. as an adult. I work like four hours a day. I need a lot of downtime, alone time. I was similar as a child. I needed to, so in my podcast interview with Polite, you guys can look at it, I think it's episode seven or eight, you guys can check it out, where I talk about how my, what my mother told me what I was like in the womb with her, right, like I never moved, I was very much all about stillness, I'm like, you know, I only did things when, like I only moved on the last day when I decided to turn <laughs> you know like I'm not on the last day in the last week and everybody couldn't find a heartbeat the doctors couldn't find a heartbeat for me, and they didn't know like they told my mother that her pregnancy was uh, psychological it wasn't real, because the only person, she was the only one, and sometimes my dad, that could ever feel my kicking, I would never kick when people, when the doctors would like, pat her, looking for a heartbeat, nothing, so my mom had no gynae appointments, nothing, because nobody believed there was a real child, in there and then it was a real pregnancy, so it was just her, knowing that i'm there because once in a while i'd let her know that i kick you know so she's told the money magic students the story before (laughs) when Mm -hmm. they come for the retreats at the house so that Mm -hmm. is like basically to say that as a child i was that child like i get into school i sleep um pt people are running up and down for physical education i'm just like okay i do the bare minimum, you know, so I I didn't just expand energy out of the blue, and it was really hard to get me to do things just because they were part of the rules. I've never been that kind of person, you know, so it was really, and even as a child, and apparently from the womb, I just was not about doing the most for no reason, (laughs) you (laughs) know, so like I literally did things because there was a purpose to it, and so at school, everyone would call me gefrek, which means dead alive, so uh, like they would always say, you know, so I was always like being called that and being told that at all times, and then my teachers, so the students would say, the kids would say that as kids say and say all those things and the teachers would say that and I think I told you this before in a session where there was a teacher where I'd walk into her class I was in grade three so I must have been like eight years old uh, and she would start screaming that the gates of hell have opened because I've walked into a class so there was always like so my bullying was coming from all angles right so I grew up with that that you just can't do these things because everyone has told you that you're hafrek So the things that I could do were things that were not part of my primary school or not part of my high school. At high school we didn't, at St. Mary's anyway, we didn't do marathons um, so I didn't get to, so I didn't have to be, I wasn't really faulted for that um, in primary school too. And then like I said yoga wasn't part of the curriculum so nobody got to tease me or call me a in that context we didn't go hiking up mountains and all that so those were safe things but when it came to our workout sessions that was definitely a highly unsafe environment which brings me to my next question to you is how do you create a safe environment for clients because I feel like you do that so well with all of us so how do you create a safe environment
1: yeah yeah um i mean to be honest um this is why um what i do is not about messes i could never be a virgin active for example why because people's stories and people's experiences matter into Mm. how we run or how we roll out um our work um i'm i'm reading a book um written by oprah and some of her other um co-writers the book is titled what happened to you and it's Mm. an interesting book um because she talks about childhood trauma um Mm. and 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 they say you know how often um do we get asked what's wrong with you you know mm-hmm. we always get asked what's wrong with you but the, mm-hmm. the question is what happened to you um, mm. because once we ask that question then you know as you t- as you share with us um, the experiences what people were saying um, mm. when you when to eight-year-old vanille those are some of the things that happened to you. And so it makes sense um, uh, today that Lesos and De Lesos are still there. And sometimes um, they, they come up again, they resurface um, in, mm-hmm. in the working sessions, because what we bring to your front mm-hmm. is for you to challenge yourself, to do things that got you mocked um, mm-hmm. when you were growing up. So what happened to you is critical. Um, for me as a trainer to understanding how to approach um, the workout sessions um, and therefore making the environment or the space safe. So I also think that, um, you know, we always say that get a a trainer, get an accountability partner, but it's important that that accountability partner is actually someone that you gel with energetically, is actually someone that you... You, you 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 respect um, mm. respect is a big thing i mm. show up for our sessions all the time because i respect you i respect your time mm. you show up from from for my sessions all the time because you respect me you respect my time like we just know between us it's our unspoken rule that we don't just cancel um you know rather we can move a session to a later time we we'll always find somewhere by the time mm. we we'll say we cancel it we know that there's a big reason and all of that all of that creates a safe space Mm -hmm. um it means that one day when i say to you i can't train you today because i'm just i I just my energy my levels i'm I'm not there i don't wanna i don't wanna bring you half of me you you know what i mean you know that you wouldn't create that um you know so it's not just a safe space for you it's also a safe space for me as a trainer mm-hmm. that, that we both get each other that's why mm-hmm. i'm saying to you that um, it's also important as people find i mean if you don't want to train fine um, but assess what type of gym am i am i going to go to is mm-hmm. does this gym care for me as a person mm-hmm. is it, you know is it is it, is the personality of the gym mind because there's many just i I feel like yes other other brands have got bigger pockets big you know they can market so it's hard to miss them so we automatically all join them but they Mm -hmm. are smaller gems and find a place that works for you that that harnesses and appreciates who you are and your voice is heard because Mm -hmm. that's going to make you reach your goals um, much easier we spoke about purpose Um, you know what's the point of just training because everyone is training Um, what is what is the purpose why do i want to do this Um, Mm. that question is very important for you to know before you start
0: yeah Oh, okay. So I really, really love what you said about accountability partners. I'm also very interested in hearing your experience. So I'm going to share my experience of working with you. Like the thing that I've said to Looms throughout you guys is that I think I would have, if I was doing this on my own without her, I'd have quit in month two, or there's like a bunch of exercises, or maybe I would have... Being like, oh, yeah, no, yoga is still the only kind of exercise that I can do during lockdown. It's perfect because it was, it's the one that felt comfortable for me, right? It didn't, it, I know what to do when it triggers me and I know the exercise, the poses I love that I'm working on, all that. But a lot of these poses, like I said, the way that yoga approaches fitness is a little different than when we're doing the strength training and doing the gymming, which is, so so important for some of the <clears throat> yoga poses that I want to get stronger in as well right so I believe in like mixing and matching things so what I said to Lungs is that one first thing I think because of the difficulty of some of the things not because they were so difficult and impossible but because of what they were bringing up emotionally I would have quit right I would have stopped and most of us sometimes think that And I was saying to you, I was like, Lungs, I wonder how many people quit gym and think that they don't like to exercise, not because exercising is difficult, but because it forces you to go into your body. And going into your body means feeling the things that are stored in your body, and that is hella uncomfortable, and so we don't want to do it again, right? So that's the first thing. The second thing is the waking up factor. And winter. This is the first time I do winter in like three or four years, right? So I feel like I have shocked myself. We're now like a month away from spring. And like I have shocked myself that throughout winter, I have literally woken up and kept to the routine. The reason for that is that I know I do not like waking up before 10 a.m. as you guys have already heard. So like (laughs) most of my meetings are before 10 a.m., but 3 to 4 times a week, I will wake up at 7 a.m. to do the workout sessions with Lungs, right? Yeah. A, because again, safe space, It's I'm, I'm understanding that this is more than a workout, like that what Lungs does with her clients and with me as well, has been way, way more than a workout, right? I mean, um, you guys have heard me interview Sis Pumlai in a previous episode. We talk about the acupuncture that she's done with me. A lot of the things that came up that drove me back to weekly acupuncture, even before I came back to South Africa in Sri Lanka was the workout sessions with Mums right they were bringing out so much and i was like i can feel it in my liver like it's so funny like i can literally pinpoint where in my body i feel things because i've been doing the passionate meditation for so long right mm-hmm. and i do so much of the money magic uh meditation so i was like this is where i'm feeling it and this is exactly what's there and these are the sensations and of course loons would ask. you be like tell me what sensations are there feel into it what sound does it want to make do you want to sound it out But anyway, I digress. The accountability partner is the fact that I have done the waking up because of that. And I've said this to you. I'm like, I cannot believe I'm keeping up a fitness routine in winter because when I would come to South Africa and I'd have winter, even my yoga workout sessions would never happen because it's winter. I want to sleep in. You feel sluggish. But I've literally worked out throughout winter. Yep you did <laughs> oh my gosh guys like i am so amazed and i feel i tell Lumi all the time i'm like i feel the difference in my body i feel how much lighter i feel i feel like how i can stretch more i feel light none mm. of that heaviness and grogginess that comes with winter mm. what what's it been like what has been your benefit of having an accountability partner or I mean, obviously a trainer. I've seen this with having a business coach, right? Having my having money coaches, having trauma coaches. This is why I'm constantly doing the work because mm-hmm. I have someone that holds me accountable to mm-hmm. keep doing the work and to keep doing my healing. But what's mm-hmm. been your experience of having accountability partners?
1: So a few things came up. Um, a few things came up as you were leading to, to the questions. And I'll just touch a little bit on some of the points. Um, the other day I spoke about, I was talking about, um I was reminding my friends what it what it feels like to have a crush um you know when you have a crush when you have a crush um, everything is extreme you have ex- an extreme like of someone mm-hmm. you can't hear what they're saying you just see how beautiful their eyes are or maybe you think oh, so they're just intelligent you know but you know what a crush feels like né? but if you just wait it out before you embarrass yourself and say go, um, you know, declare your undying love <laughs> to this guy. <laughs> if you just chill, just chill, like I I always say, just give yourself two to three months and see mm-hmm. if you still feel the same way, or if this guy still looks the same way after that time. A lot of the times, uh, it's like, oh, he's not even that hot. He's not even, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, things start to really make sense. So what does that mean? Like, I made an example that Winter brings about extreme emotions, be it a, of resistance or this is what I'm going to do. So, let's say you have a, a, a serious um, resistance towards training in winter. It's a season. Yeah. Just, like yeah. a crush, um, just like a crush, it lasts only about three months. Just like a crush. You know, like after that, you're going to start seeing things different. Yeah. So, imagine mm-hmm. just making big decisions like you no know, I'm just gonna eat fat cakes I'm just gonna you know it's winter we're all just hibernating I'm just mm-hmm. gonna I'm not gonna move I'm gonna sleep the whole day you 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 you, you, you put your your plans aside because yeah. of a season um, but here's the thing um, we live through seasons anyway, so yes. summer is gonna come and then it's gonna rain. Then your reason for not training is gonna be rain. Um, yes. When you then you lose the opportunity of actually running in in the rain and being wet and and you know how beautiful that is. Um, or well,
0: not really, but I know how you feel about these things. So okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or your excuses your excuse is going to be i can't dream. it's just too hot you know our 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 stomach is so dry job yeah. so this going to be so you you kind of you. it's it's like we teach we teach our minds like seasons mm. are there there's no surprise yeah. we all know that seasons are there seasons yeah. are there even in terms of our cycle and our womb seasons mm. are there even in terms of our business it's not mm. always going to be summer in your business uh, spring is going to come winter is going to come you don't stop because because of a season you know mm. um so that's so th- that that's how I, I view it and then um you know the other thing that i've noticed of late is that there's a lot of resistance, and people have also used um, online training as, the, as 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 a good reason not to train. Or mm. let me not say on let me say COVID and and what's currently going on as a good reason not to train because well the gyms are closed now. So mm. wait for the gyms to open. Well, the now we are on a wave. So. We wait, but there's online opportunities, and I really think that um, I want to challenge you to, you know, just really, really, really look at what are the real reasons that I want, I don't want to train online because the thing is, at, what is at gym that, that that is not here at home? Okay, maybe Ooh, it's um, maybe that. it's maybe it's a treadmill, maybe it's it's. Um, It's the leg extension um, machine. Okay, what can I do um, that that, that is identical to that? do that at home so mm-hmm. what online training does is that it challenges you to use your own body you don't rely on anything you don't rely on the machine to up your speed you don't rely on on loading things so that it can be heavier and heavier you really really this is the one way of working out that makes you go inside your body and a lot of people get uh, agitated because i can lift my own body to do mm. this i can't hold this position i can't jump that much i can't step up that much um so it's also um it also goes back to that thing of being in my body is really really uncomfortable because if i'm just pushing something um you know it's it's different meant to trying to lift my body off the ground and and i'm struggling mm-hmm. like you do in a position of a push-up for example yes. um you know if if you do a push-up right coming up is really not that easy because mm-hmm. you have to you have to use your arms you have to build the strength of your arms um a lot um and there's many more exercises that i can think of where just working with your body is even harder Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah so really uh, I just want to challenge um, people to think about their reasons why there's so much resistance to online training
0: sure wow this is incredible so Luz you've given us so much I feel like I want to just ask one last question before I ask how people can get hold of you um you give us exercises to do so guys as you can see this like Lungi's training is really an incredible thing, right? She, there's certain things that she does. I don't want to give away all her secrets of what makes the business so <laughs> incredible, Thank right? You. But you also give us exercises to do, emotional exercises to do uh, offline after our training sessions. So depending on how the training went, you'll leave us with particular exercises. So. What, what would you say, what exercise or even journal prompt or whatever, would you give to someone that is terrified, like I was, of gym stuff? And maybe even has a little bit of my history, you know? Um, maybe they were teased around who they were, that they couldn't exercise, that they were not a fitness person, all those things. And even though they lies, like, <laughs> Uh, but they still feel it or they feel resistance towards just working out and developing a training session. What exercise would you give to someone to just work on themselves? And I think give a simple exercise, please. Nothing too complex. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, you know that, um, you know, obviously this, it, it, it differs from, as you said, from each session and what was coming up, but I find that one exercise that really um, whew, challenges, um, not just a lot of people in terms of their like mental strength, really is um, burpees. Because, you know, burpees is is, is just that exercise that we would see, um, it's, it is it's, it's it's a it's your whole um what do you call it it's, it's a full body workout um and it's just mm-hmm. and for you to be able to put your body on the ground lift your body up jump yo, it's 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 a lot and then i ask you to do that so many times it really takes a lot but other than that also just you know taking time to wind down and look at the session um so what are those things that came up for me Oh, I really believed that I couldn't do this exercise. Now I can do this exercise. I mean, um, you were incredible. Like now, your your handstands. The other day, I was telling you that your, then me, your, your, your squats are on another level. So those are the things, you know. Also, that as a trainer. You don't have to to be good at everything. Um, yeah. you know, there are things that even though me I come in and I say I'm I'm leading the session, but I show you who to, you when I you do this ten times better than, than me. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. So give give credit, um, you know, let's highlight, let's lift one another. Yeah. I really enjoy doing that um in, in yeah. my sessions because I find that we have different strengths. So in our journaling, what are those things that when I'm journaling about my workout session, what are those things um, that I thought I couldn't do but I'm actually I'm actually learning that I'm really good at? What are those things that I was afraid to do but now I am doing? One of those things that I, I last did it in twenty ten when I was when I was when I was twenty. But now I was able to do it again. I thought I had lost the skill. So I really find that the exercises and, the, and the, like the journaling really helps us see, with him, um, see how we'll be in terms of reaching our goals. Yeah.
0: Wow. So Lungs, you've been so gracious and so generous as always with us. Please, can you tell us how people can um, get hold of you, start working with you? Do you have any spots for private clients right now, or is it just the boot camp that you've got?
1: At the moment, I don't have spots for one-on-one private clients, but I do have spots um, in the the group workout sessions. Um, Can you tell us about those? We have spots in, in, in those. Um, so those sessions we only meet online. We work out on Tuesday evening and on Thursday evening and then we usually will hook up for for different hikes um, over on, on Saturday. Um, so just watch out on my on my on my Facebook. I I go as But myself. then you have
0: to be in Johannesburg for that. What if people are outside of the country?
1: Yeah, you know, if people are outside the country, well, we are looking at hosting online camp sessions as well. Um, mm-hmm. But at the moment, um, it's just um, it's at the moment we we are able to meet. But definitely, we're looking at that option of doing mm-hmm. online camps for people who are not in the country.
0: Okay, so guys, definitely um, hook up with Loons if you're out of the country. I know she's working on a yummy thing like she was doing um virtual room work sessions as well for uh, for people that are in the boot camp are you still doing those for boot campers uh yes. No? Yes. so wow uh, you guys get to do workout sessions in the group with her and you get to do the virtual sessions uh virtual room work sessions with her so it's just so beautiful and i know that yeah. you go deeper everything is linked to the workouts as well so super super powerful um so how do people get hold of you because i know people are like oh my gosh actually let's just put it out there how many spots do you have for the boot camp do you have a limited amount of spots or do you have at
1: At the moment uh for the boot camp i've got 10 spots um available that's
0: about it yeah okay so guys you still have time to sign up right i what i will say is i'm super glad i took the (laughs) one-on-one sessions and signed up because now like the thing is that once lung's clients sign up with her we don't leave like i have no intention of canceling my workout sessions with her ever so yeah this is it (laughs) get on to the yeah thanks for
1: that reminder man because honestly like i just am a firm believer of you know if you like her stay if you if yeah. you feel guided to be elsewhere it's okay so mm-hmm. um, all my clients never signed uh, things that bind them to six months or 12 months yeah. um, so we, we okay. don't sign
0: contracts guys we're just like we are on <laughs> like, and, and also and, like okay. i don't want to be make the mistake of saying oh, i'm gonna leave and then someone else can take my spot and then like i find out that that other person is like me, and it's just like I'm here forever now. Sorry, sis. <laughs> right? It happens, these things happen. But this is what I love about working out with you, Loons. It's like I think that is also a testament of the power of your work is that like I've been with you for well over 10 months now. I'm planning to stay for a few more years, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, and the fact that it's virtual that for me is incredible and now you're starting to work with people outside of south africa for your one-on-ones that is just powerful you know it's like and it's a testament of how powerful your work is that we can do online stuff and we stay and we're like we're just long-term clients Mm -hmm. and and i think because of that like what i just said it's like it's as we're as our bodies are getting stronger and changing we're also noticing a shift in our emotional response to things. And we can link it to the workout sessions. We're like, oh, that helps, you know. Um, So how do people get hold of you? So someone is like, yeah, this, this is the real thing. I want to be part of whatever's going on here. How do people get hold of you?
1: Thank you so much, Ben. So my page is um, Just Do You um, on Facebook, and then yeah. on Instagram, I am Lumila Red. Um, yeah, and I also go as myself um, on Facebook as Lumila Ngubane, but please um, rather use um, the Just Do You page or follow Lumila Red on Instagram. Thank you.
0: Wow, thank you so much, Lumi. This was such an incredible... Um, podcast I know people got a lot from it so guys what I want to encourage you is to remember all the various things that Lungi shared about checking in emotionally what happened to you why may you be behaving like this like dividing things into bite-sized chunks when we're doing difficult things we often want to do it all at once because it's really challenging I know this from like being an entrepreneur and doing things its like I'm like, I just want to get this task out the way. I don't want to have to keep coming back to it over and over again. But um, yeah, just doing that and just being patient with yourself, creating a safe space for yourself, right? Working with people that create safe spaces, accountability partners, right? I have, this is why I have so many different coaches in so many different areas of my life so that I can just keep going. And I can tell you guys for free that like being part of coaches, being part of coaching programs, being part of courses, especially like where, especially where, my coaches know exactly what's going on around trauma. This is why I'm also work, why I also worked with looms, right? So you guys can tell I don't think I would be where I am in my workout journey if I had a coach that was like push through it, a trainer that was like push through it, just go, go, go. I needed a different type of support system, and I know who I am as a person, so I create the support system that I need to be able to succeed in that area that I'm dealing with, right? In almost every area. Even with my chefs, it's like, I want to work with chefs that are like, oh, we'll go research the vegan thing around this. And I can like complain about like, oh, I don't want this kind of food that is used with this kind of fertilizer. I want more organic. Can you get me this? And it doesn't feel like, oh, she's so extra. Like I feel heard, I feel loved. I feel nourished. So get yourself those kinds of accountability partners, get yourself into those kinds of communities, get yourself, surround yourself. I think we have a higher chance of doing difficult things when we acknowledge the whole of ourselves and we can bring all of ourselves into a space. And I'm so grateful, Lungi, for being one of my teachers for this, you know? So thank you so much. Oh, thank you. (laughs)
1: Thank you so much, um, Van, just because you also my teacher, um, you know, in the Wealthy Money, um, as a a Wealthy Money student. So I've said this before, that thank you for being the leader that, um, you know, that's able to shift and gives and create space for others because it's not just with me there's so many of us um, you know you were not you were never that leader who wants to appear as if they know it all so thank you for that i really appreciate being here and i appreciate this moment
0: yeah thank you so guys if you're loving this also and you're like ooh money work like okay i want to get my fitness on board i want to also do my money work right um and you want to do work around money trauma again the whole of you comes into the space then definitely check out the money magic course if the course is not open for registration just get on the on the waiting list at this website wealthy money.com forward slash money magic again wealthy money.com forward slash money magic and if you are loving what this podcast is about, and you're listening to us on iTunes, please leave us a five-star rating and leave us a review, leave a comment and review us. And also um, leave us comments on Podbean and on YouTube. And of course, please share this with your family and friends. Check out all of Lungi's other podcasts. So we've done a podcast uh, now on episode this. I'm sure I'm going to miss one, right? Episode 21 and episode 28. And somewhere in the 30s or the 40s, we have another episode with Lungi as well. Right. And, um, yeah, I also mentioned polite episode uh, episode six where we also do womb stuff, and Putanang also uh, in episode seven shares some of her womb um, her womb journey as well. So that's interesting to you. And our womb in the Money Magic course, we do have womb teachers. We have two resident womb teachers every Wednesday. They teach about the womb, and now they do live uh, Zoom sessions that are free for all Money Magic students on Wednesdays and we're doing more in-depth work around working with the womb, like working with the cycles of the womb, building a business based on the cycles of the womb. So there's a lot of juicy stuff that happens in the Money Magic course. It is absolutely incredible. So thank you so much, Moons. Thank you so much, Money Magicians. We will see you again next week. Bye.
1: <laughs>